Get ready for an all-new Hardline segment. It's time to step into the Snake Pit. And now, with something completely over the top, the host and star of the Snake Pit, Snake. All right, thank you very much, boys. So, weekend, I go to Cowboy game. We talked about it on the Friday beforehand that they had announced that Lee Greenwood was doing some form of show for Veterans Day. And sure enough, Lee Greenwood gets uh, shoved out there to midfield with all the different military. And right. all he does is sing that song, God Bless the USA. I've enjoyed it live a time or two. Have you really? Yeah. At Cowboy Stadium? Oh, yeah. Okay. okay. I didn't know I if it was say, different events. Might have been last season. Well, he does this quite often. I think he bounces from stadium to stadium. I know he's done it at Chiefs games here recently, at a Ravens game recently. So it's his thing. He go. He, he literally, his whole life revolves around one song, and it's incredibly unique. There's no other artist that uh, has lived a life like this. And you may think that Lee Greenwood, so whenever we were talking about it briefly on Monday, I'm like, i got to learn more about this guy. So in a nutshell... The guy was born in California, raised in California, which is kind of shocking. I always thought of him as a southern guy, maybe a Nashville guy. But he um, was basically raised on a farm uh, in California, very rural, and was a pretty staunch Republican, campaigned for Ronald Reagan in the 80s. Farmers, libs. And, and um, ended up in, in Nashville. And was always writing songs and recording songs and things like that. And in the early 80s, he was ready to um, put out an album. He had bounced around all over the place label-wise. He would played in backing bands. He had done the Vegas thing. He was out there when Elvis was doing his thing. Um, so he had been all over the place, settles in Nashville, writes a couple of records. His second record um, had a song on there that he loved, that he thought, this is it. All right? And... He also wrote at the same time, uh, God Bless the USA, which he didn't really think that much of. Just thought, here's a song. I got to fill an album out. Here's a song. Well, he ended up choosing the wrong song to support as the single. This is the song that he wanted. Now, this would have changed everything. This is, this is called You Got a Good Love Coming from Lee Whoa. Greenwood, which is what he wanted to be the single. Would he be flown around to sing this song? Look out there, it's a sunny day. I do believe it's headed your way. You've been crying long enough, but you forget what a teardrop was. Cause you've got a good love Okay. It's it's Yacht Rock vibes. It kind of is Yacht Rock vibes. Totally. And as he told Clint Black in, an, in an interview, this is what his choice was to the producer. I want this song, and this is what he expl- how it went down. I'm going to go, and I'm going to ask Los Angeles to get behind this record. So we fly out to Los Angeles, and we finish the record. It's called You Got a Good Love Coming. And he gets all his guys up there, and it's tape. So we play the whole album. And after the album's over, he looks at me and he said, what do you think ought to be the single? 
And I said, how about you making that choice? God bless the USA. Had he not said that, no one would have ever heard that song. We'd have released You Got a Good Love Coming. And we have a video. Go to YouTube. You'll find it. It's got Patrick Duffy making a cameo. I had 25000 in that song of my own money. And I wanted that to be the single. And when he said USA, I'm like, oh, how could you say that? You know? <laughs> so, All right. You so pause it there. So, so, yeah, he chose wrong. The producer chose right. And like he said back then, this, of course, is, you, you know, 80s in which, yeah, an album's released, but a single is the single. The single means everything. And if you choose wrong, you choose wrong, and nobody hears anything else. Yeah, and that, I mean, that is the height of the labels and their relationship with radio stations yeah. and putting money and promotion behind singles right. to get it played. Right, exactly. And he ended up, you know, <laughs> choosing wrong. But, of course, God Bless the USA gets released, and, and it changes everything. Now... Let's go back to when he wrote God Bless the USA. Again, part of an album. Not part of Rah Rah Go America. It was filling out an album. That's it. And here's how he wrote it. I sent you the cut, DJ? What cut? Uh, it, was, it was four minutes long. It was... The first thing I... You, I sent it to you and Ham, as a matter of fact. Oh, that's what that was that we just played, wasn't it? Uh, no, no, it oh, wasn't. No. But, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I'll tell you how it went down. Sorry. So, he is on the road traveling from Texas to Arkansas, and his dad was in the military. His dad was at Pearl Harbor, joined the military right after Pearl Harbor went down, and he was like, you know what? I'm going to honor my dad. I just... I want to honor my dad, and... um you know, I grew up with these really patriotic thoughts, and so why not just write this song? And so he got back on his tour bus on a piano that he had in the back of the bus as it was driving from Arkansas to Texas, and he starts diddling around on the core, on the keys, and singing things to himself and writing it down, and he finished the song in like two or three days, and then he was like, okay, well, that'll be nice. And so where was it slotted on the album? Tenth, the last song. They put it last even though it was the single they put it last on the record for whatever reason now the single that he chose currently on spotify has seven thousand plays that's what he wanted to be the single god bless the usa has got a billion okay <laughs> he chose a song that got seven thousand plays in 40 years the other one's got you know however many hundreds of millions a bajillion so, dollars so anyway he campaigns for Ronald Reagan in 84. The album was already out. He gave the song to Reagan. He said, you can use this if you want to. It's kind of a patriotic vibe. And Reagan took it. And Reagan liked it so much that whenever they dedicated the presidential library to Reagan, he used it again and asked Lee Greenwood to come sing. And it was the first time in American history that five sitting presidents were all together and uh, their wives and uh, 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 widows and all that good stuff, they were all right there. And that the verse when it says, and now it's time to stand up, Ronald Reagan stood up, and then all the other presidents stood up, and he said he looked over, and they were all staring at him in the eye, and he was like, oh, my God, I can't believe this is happening. So that was the watershed moment for that song. 
Then comes the Gulf War. It became the Gulf War anthem. Yeah. Then came 9-11. It became the 9-11 anthem. Then, over the last 23 years, is when he's been traveling around and doing this Go America thing. When, all along, it was a throwaway song at the end of an album. So that just tells you how weird life can be. And so then, instead of making real records and writing real songs, Lee Greenwood is told by producers, and maybe by his inner monologue, hey, why don't you just do all Patriot songs? Just do them all. And so he made an album called American Patriot, and it started with this song. My country, tis of thee. So, yeah. Sweet Why not just turn this into another song? So he's not even writing a song. He's covering. Oh, no, Bob. He's not. So, why not take America and then do God Bless America? They all sound exactly the same. Casio keyboard. <laughs> With the pre-programmed sound? Yeah. If tomorrow all the things were gone, well, this is God Bless the USA, right? Yeah, this, yeah, this is not this God Bless re- America. Yeah, this re- is I was going to say, it sounds I know, so much like the other exactly one. Exactly like it. Well, he did God Bless America, and then he went from God Bless America, and the follow-up song to that is this. Yeah. which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. I pledge allegiance oh my God. to the flag of the United States <laughs> of America. Like, okay. I get it. We all do things for money. Man, it's beautiful. It's like Skittles flow. But like I was saying, do you think that he honestly gets up there and sings God Bless the USA with the same vigor and passion that everybody that's watching it wants him to be? The answer is no, because he did an album that he wrote. He a flag as a pledge to the ideals of our forefathers. He wrote this. Men who fought and died in the building of this great nation. And he is capitalizing off all of us, suckers. Man, Lee Greenwood, all he cares about is America. That's it. And last but not least, I want him in a, a American flag Elvis jumpsuit when he does this concert. Does he do that? This... Uh, this this is made for Branson. Yes. Like everybody standing up and saluting. Yes. It is the weirdest life ever where this guy hey. has capitalized and made millions just off patriotism. He backed into like Rocky. a niche. Yeah. And now he is milking it for all it's worth and Godspeed to him. He can't get out of it. No. This it, is it. But well, he, Why would he want to get out of it? But he is... 
he is a great actor yeah. because he sells it every time. Like you said, he may not believe with equal vigor every time he sings it, but he makes you believe he right. does. $100,000 every time. We God were told by, America, some, we were by someone who got him up there in Oklahoma this summer for, for something that it cost $100,000 to get Lee Greenwood to show up for three and a half minutes to sing that song and to get him off stage. I bet she gave the Cowboys a deal. Like, I'll come back every year for a decade for seven fifty. Yeah. I mean, and Ham, if you want to cut to uh, track number seven, why not with all those things that you've sang... All those patriotic songs that you've sang, why not just salute old glory and have your own version of the Star-Spangled Banner? It's unbelievable. There's no question my dad dad would buy this album. (laughs) He he has it right now. If not, you need to get it for Christmas. I I would love to. He put the Star-Spangled Banner on an album. It's the best version ever. I'll do the rights work for that. I don't know. I don't know if the Key family is still getting royalties from uh, it's it. It's public rights. domain, man. No, probably so. All right. Well, that is the story of Lee. Wow. Lee.